on the Blue Raider Network. From Learfield, welcome to Nick McDevitt Live. Blue Raider Basketball is presented by Bud Light. It's for the fans. Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. And by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Now, here is your host, the voice of the Blue Raiders, Chip Walters. Welcome into the Boulevard on this Monday night for the first night of basketball coaches shows. Chip Walters here along with Coach Nick McDevitt and we are of course coming to you from the Boulevard right across from campus our favorite sports bar and grill in Murfreesboro so stop by today and uh, Coach McDevitt is here with us and uh, you guys have gone through exams and had one heck of a basketball game uh, on Saturday to kind of uh, move into the next phase of your schedule and a busy couple of weeks here before Christmas. It's been real busy. Uh, we're, we're glad to be back here, though. It feels like it's uh, been forever. We've just had the one game against Maryville uh, here in Murfreesboro over the last month, it feels like. So it's, it's nice to be back here and uh, got two big ones with uh, Chattanooga and Murray State coming up before uh, the Christmas break. Certainly do. And uh, we are obviously a very big week as well. And uh, on Coach Ensel's show, they, they talked about it a good bit, and we're going to spend some time tonight uh, celebrating or kind of ramping up the celebration of 50 years of, of Murphy Center. Yesterday was actually the actual 50th anniversary of the first game played at, at Murphy Center. And, you know, the, the thing is I have friends who come down. They may drive in from Nashville or wherever, come over and see a few games each year. And every time they say, gosh, that place still looks unbelievable. So it, 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 it's been well taken care of. It's been well taken care of. A lot of uh, terrific events and concerts and uh, obviously graduations uh, and some big-time basketball games have been in there. And uh, with, with the new glass uh, that goes all the way around now and, and the new paint scheme on the floor, uh, looks as good as ever. Yep. So, folks, how do you like – who in here likes the new – floor the paint job on the floor I think it's been pretty much unanimous and when first came out and said okay it's going to be gray but man it has a, a very unique look to it and what's funny is if if you're close to the floor it doesn't look as gray as it does when you're upstairs it, it really doesn't uh, you get down there and you can see it's it's more of a, a gray wash than it is a gray paint. You know, you hear about people. It looks like old barn wood. Whitewashing <laughs> uh, a wood or whitewashing brick. It, it's more of uh, just a gray wash of the, the, the wood finish. So, But it does look really good. It looks great when you're in the facility. But uh, really when you watch it, uh, when we're watching tape, watching film of practice or games, uh, man, it really pops. Uh, I, I love the way it turned out. Yeah, and, and I'm like you. I've seen watching some of your scouting video You'll have like several clips from maybe a game against that team here a year ago or from their arena. And then all of a sudden there's something from our right, pops, news and it, it just absolutely jumps out at yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, speaking of jumping out at you, uh, Saturday, not only are we celebrating 50 years of Murphy Center, but one the 100th season of Middle Tennessee men's basketball that goes all the way back to 1911. Of course, there were some dates, uh, years in there that, that were uh, – they were they didn't play due to World War II, but uh, I'm telling you, Saturday's game for 
level of excitement uh, up in, in Nashville, it, it'll, it, it'll probably rank, if you could pick 100 games over 100 years, that game may fall in that 100 because it, it had a little bit of everything. Man, that one was fun. It really was. Uh, you know, a good team, good program, uh, a tough road win up at Belmont on Saturday. Uh, you go back and look at the 45 minutes uh, of the game. It was tied for 10. We were up 17, and they were up 18. There were like 15 lead changes, 10 ties. Uh, it, it had a lot of, uh, really, like you said, a little bit of everything. They made a bunch of threes. We made a bunch of twos. Uh, set a school record uh, with block shots in a single game with 13. Uh, T had an incredible night with six blocks himself. Uh, it, it was a it was a fun game, and and one of their players, Ben Shepard. Wow, man, he had a heck of a night as well. You just saw two really talented young men, and Tiafia Leonard and and Ben Shepard for their team uh, have big time nights, and and it came down obviously needed need a little extra basketball to decide that one. So it, sure was, it was fun, and and our crowd to. To, to make the trip up up the road. Uh, Raider roadies were there. Man, it was great. It, it really was, great. was. A couple of things off the stat sheet. Number one, talk about Ben Shepard. Eight of nine from three, but five of 15 from the line. I guess he was too close. I guess so. <laughs> but They might need to tell him to back up to shoot him, uh, but he, he, he had a, a special night. He Unconscious. Was everything. The, the shot he hit at the end of regulation, I'm not sure you could have guarded it any better. Unless we had fouled him, and you didn't want to do it well. <laughs> well, we we honestly were, were talked about, about you know fouling being up three. Uh, just don't want to foul with anybody facing the bucket, uh, or and give him a chance to get to the free throw line. Uh, if if his momentum would have been going away from the bucket, it'd have been a little bit easier to foul him. Uh, but he caught it, and all of a sudden he's chest up with the uh, with the basket and. Uh, even though he had been missing free throws, uh, you're about to put the best player on the free throw line. So, uh, you know, we just had to had to go get it in the extra period. Now, when they brought it in after the free throws, and it was a three-point lead, if they had brought the ball in into the backcourt, uh, would you have fouled at that point? For sure. Yeah, and, and if he had a – we wanted to foul in the front court, even in that possession, we wanted to foul had there been an easy opportunity for the foul. You know, they ran a really nice play to get the ball to midcourt. Yeah, and it, it's it, if his momentum is going towards half court, it gives you an easier chance to foul and not be in the act of shooting. But the way he was shooting threes and the way he was shooting free throws, you know, you, you, you talk about whether or not to foul him. Even if you put him on the line in the act of shooting, he's still got to make three free throws as opposed to one three. And the way he was shooting from those two spots, it, it wouldn't have hurt my feelings. But uh, even then, you go back and watch it and – you got a six-eight guy that's contesting uh, in Elias King contested that shot, and he, he throws one in the bucket from about 30 feet. You talked about the difference in, in the styles of play. Belmont outscores middle from outside the arc 45 to 18. Middle outscores Belmont in the paint 50 to 14. Crazy. Yeah, it, it was crazy, you know. Uh, <laughs> Listening to Steve Lehman and Mike Oregon, they were they were asking after the game, like, you know, how have you ever seen a game that the 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 swings from two and three were that big? Because both were saying is all the games that we cover, not sure I've ever seen that that big of a spread uh, for both teams. But that's what they are. That's who they are. You know, they they uh, they they recruit a bunch of guys that can shoot threes, and uh, we felt like we had a, a an advantage in the post and. 
both teams played to those strengths. One of the things you said about T. Leonard's performance after the game was, yes, you were proud of what he did, but you were equally, if not more, proud of how he went about it. He, he, he's an emotional guy. He plays with a lot of emotion, but he was able to keep that in check and use it to his advantage. Yeah, I think for any, any player, particularly young players, uh, when, when things are going really well early in the game, uh, you can kind of get that feeling of, oh, tonight's my night. You know, and, and now all of a sudden you start taking wild shots, taking chances on defense, and, and really playing outside of what it was that allowed you to start the game well. Um, you know, you, you see guys that take the right shots, and you can make those over and over throughout the course of the game. All of a sudden you, you make your first two or three, and now you can see guys that just really start to jack shots at the rim. Uh, the other night I thought even though he was blocking a lot of shots, playing at the rim, I didn't think he started to try to block everything and now take himself out of good defensive position. Or every time he caught it, try to just drive it and go dunk it. Uh, because there in the first half, he, he had his finger t- uh, on just about every aspect of that game on the, both sides. And, and he really – he that, That's as good yeah. of a performance as I've seen a, a college basketball player have in a while. And, and Middle ended up blocking 13 shots, which is a new school record, you know, for the most in 100 years of basketball. So the – the they they had – in their mind that they were going to take it to the rim in the first half. They found out that was not going to work, and all of a sudden, here comes Ben Shepard. And uh, and that's when it really became two really different styles of play in the second half. And then, what do you think the key was in overtime, uh, or what threw the switch that allowed you guys to, to jump out and, 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 and have the big lead and kind of cruise after about two minutes into the overtime? Well, I thought there were two big areas one is we we our first three baskets were right at the rim uh we got up 76 70 and it was really three dunks i mean it was a a a layup by dish and then dunk dunk that got us up 76 70 but i thought a big point in the game was we were up 78 71 and the the fouls happened with tyson and and t and their kid comes in the game tyson fouls out he makes his two free throws that cut it to five it was 78 73 and then we had to have JB shoot because of the contact to T's face. Right. Uh, T had fouled out of the game. I thought right then that was the biggest point in the game. Uh, you came out of that even and then had the ball. Well, we come out of it, and their guy had already shot and made him. And so now it's a five-point game. Here comes Justin Buford to take T's spot because he had just fouled out. And to step up there and have not been in the game for a little while and make those get the ball back, and then uh, uh, Eli Lawrence makes a pull-up jumper. And now all of a sudden we were up nine with about two to go. Uh, I thought that was the first time that really either team had any kind of cushion to where uh, you, you got to mess it up to, to give away the game. Yep, we uh, had several questions about that play in particular. We'll take a break and come back and kind of dissect that play just a little bit and get Coach's opinion on it. Tonight's show brought to you in part by the Murfreesboro Post, Rutherford County's local newspaper. Subscriptions to the Post are just $20 a year for 52 issues. Visit online at MurfreesboroPost.com today. Back after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. When you open a crisp, cold Bud Light, you know game day is here. Touchdown! You owe me five bucks. We mean every sound. 
Enjoy responsibly. 2022 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Introducing new Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda Variety Pack. You hear that? It's seltzer with the pop of soda, all with zero sugar. Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, the loudest flavors ever. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, IRC Beers, St. Louis, Missouri. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. Fill the halls with shouts of winning, fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. Tis the season to be giving, fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. Instant games to friends and family, fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. Join the joyous cash prize carol, fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. With top prizes up to $500,000, holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery make grand gifts. Find them at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer today. Please play and gift responsibly. This holiday, whether you're roasting a Kroger Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or making a Murray's Baked Free for two, whether you're baking a pie with fresh cosmic crisp apples like grandma's or ordering private selection cream pies when grandma's pie is all gone, Kroger has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Put Lee Company on your team to keep you and your family warm this season. Their expert technicians can perform a 22-point inspection and tune-up to ensure your HVAC system is good no matter how cold it gets. Their expert technicians can perform a 22-point inspection and tune-up to ensure your HVAC system is good to go no matter how cold it gets. And while you're at it, ask them how to get endless hot water by installing an energy-efficient tankless water heater. Schedule your appointment today at LeeCompany.com or give them a call at 615-867-1000. Lee Company, all you need. The MTSU Alumni Association is proud of its more than 130,000 living alumni who are leading, teaching, entertaining, researching, buying, farming, nursing, and more worldwide. Every Blue Raider accomplishment adds value to your degree. Are you connected to the MTSU National Alumni Association? Visit mtalumni.com to share what you're doing, update your information, and see how you can be involved and informed. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Welcome back into the Boulevard tonight. Our show brought to you in part by the Lee Company. Blue Raider fans get ahead of the game with the best home services team in town for your heating, air conditioning, plumbing, electrical, and home improvement needs. Lee Company is the team to call 615-867-1000 or LeeCompany.com. And, Coach, I wanted to don my pirate hat for honor of Mike Leach and wouldn't wish all the best for he and his family in a really, really tough time. Um, we talked about the call of the, the where the two fouls were called. Uh, what, as Ed Arning had a question here, what took them so long to figure that out? And my, uh, my question is, what happened first? Did T get hit in the face first or did he or was the block first? Because that, if he got hit in the face first, 
time should, should stop been, yeah, right he there. Foul out. He should not have fouled out. In my in my opinion. Yeah. On the, they went to the monitor there for a while. It seemed like uh, I don't know how it felt in the stands, but uh, on the sideline, it seemed like it was forever before we we were getting something. But I know those guys wanted to to get the call right. Uh, at that point, we're already in overtime, but. Uh, they called the block on T, uh, which was his fifth. We had all we had then subbed in Justin Buford for T. Uh, T comes to the sideline and his mouth is bleeding. I mean, it, it, he, you could tell he got hit. I said, "What's going on?" He said, I, "He hit me in the face." And so we asked the officials to look at the monitor to see if he actually got. Did he was there contact from one of their players? And it was the guy that was driving the ball. Uh, as he was driving the ball, his arm hit him in the face, which even though it was incidental contact, you get to shoot technical free throws. And so they were looking to see did, was there that contact to where we were awarded free throws. Well, now they started trying to figure out uh, since there was, we said, well, then we want to sub this guy. And they said, no, 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 you've already made that sub. Uh, then you asked for the review. I said, well, he didn't tell me anything until after I'd already subbed for him. <laughs> and he said, no, you, your free throw shooter has to be the guy you had already subbed. And so Justin Buford uh, went to the free throw line, and then they started having to look at the clock, you know, make sure the time was right, and then go to point of interruption. Point of interruption, you don't often see. We got the ball side, side out right. in the backcourt after both teams got to shoot free throws. So – they were they were taking a, a a hard look at a lot of different things. That that's uh, a lot of details that hopefully listeners at home can kind of follow along well, with and, what we're doing. But and Casey was going, how can you call two fouls on the same play with it not being a double foul? And that's I think that's a, a good point. I think it's a great question. And oddly enough, both teams, uh, you know, both guys. That that was it for both of them. Yeah, uh, I've never seen that before. Where both got two guys fouled out on the same on play. the same play, and both in, in their replacements both ended up shooting free throws. Yeah. I've never seen that, and, and, and came in and made them. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah but, it was it was a crazy, but uh, uh, an important portion of the game. You know, uh, I'm I'm glad T was able to verbalize what had happened to him, or else all of a sudden it's it's just two free throws for them. T's out. Kate Tyson would have still been in the ball game, and that'd have been a five point ball game. Yeah, at that point, and, yeah. and he was having a pretty good day. So what we're going to do here is we're going to take a quick break and uh, spend a little bit longer segment with Coach talking about how the Raiders have gotten from the start of the season up to this point and where things are uh, with the ball club as they are now 7-3 and three on the year and uh, have played an awfully, awfully tough schedule. And we'll document just how that has been. But right now we'll take a break. Back with Coach Nick McDevitt after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Every week, our Blue Raiders go the extra mile to make sure they're at their very peak. At Sunbelt Bakery, they do the same thing to make sure their granola bars are at their peak. Every week, Sunbelt Bakery brings new batches of granola bars from their bakery to your neighborhood. That's why Sunbelt Bakery's granola bars taste like they just baked them. Because they did. Try a Sunbelt Bakery granola bar today and taste the difference. Sunbelt Bakery. Bakery fresh taste. No preservatives. 
TNT Dining is eating made easy. With more than 19 dining locations, you'll never run out of variety on campus. Whether it's Chick-fil-A, Steak and Shake, or Starbucks, we've got the brands you love right here. Need a quick snack or Scantron? Stop by one of the six pods on campus. And try out MT Dining's new farm-to-fork experience. Farmer's Market, now open. Located in the Student Union. Visit mtdining.com for more information. Or visit our office in the Keithley University Center. Room 202. Blue Raider fans, with more local brews than ever before, you are sure to find a local favorite this season in the Blue Raider Beer Garden. Enjoy the thrill of the game in the south end zone at each home football game. And try out our selection of brews from Cedar Glade Brews, Mayday Brewery, or Life is Brewing. All available for your tasting pleasure in the Blue Raider Beer Garden. Thank you, Cedar Glade Brews, Mayday Brewery, and Life is Brewing for your support of MTSU Athletics. Hey, Blue Raider fans, Chip Walters here. Lightning's Locker Room, powered by Textbook Brokers, is the place to get your Blue Raider gear. Open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 10 to 4. Lightning's Locker Room is just across the street from Floyd Stadium at 1321 Greenland Drive. It has all the MT polos, hoodies, T-shirts, hats, and all the other game day gear you'll ever need. See the selection online at mtsugear.com or at Gate 2A on game days. Lightning's Locker Room, the official game day provider, powered by Textbook Brokers. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola a journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Floyd Stadium. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTE.com to learn more. And about that scoreboard? Well, light it up, Blue Raiders. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Welcome back into the Boulevard tonight. Nick McDevitt live. Glad to have you along with us, whether you're listening uh, with your ears or watching on social media on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter this evening. Tonight's show brought to you in part by Tri-Green Equipment. They know the value of teamwork. They have the tractor packages with implements you need. Get started online at trygreenequipment.com and score a new John Deere tractor package at a comfortable low monthly rate. Try Green Equipment, a tried and true partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Go Blue. All right, Middle Tennessee 7-3 and three, uh, after the 10-point uh, win at Belmont. But, Coach, the non-conference and one-conference game that you played up until that point the previous uh, nine games, uh, it's been a, not a, an easy schedule. You did have the two non-D1s in there because you choose to play scrimmages instead of exhibitions, and that's just something that that's pretty much what coaches choose to do one way or the other. But going to Canada, going to St. Bonaventure, going to Missouri State, going to Winthrop, this team is getting a road test and getting some bark on them before the conference race. <laughs> that's a good way to say it, getting some bark on them. I don't think I've heard that one too much, but they, they uh, 
we're getting battle tested. We really are, and, and that's really what you want in non-conference play is to uh, see what you got on a neutral floor against good teams. Uh, you know, you, you want to try to, to – you got to put yourself in position in March to be able to win three games in three days against three really good teams on a neutral floor. And uh, I liked how we were able to play three games in Canada against three completely different styles of play from Hofstra, Stephen F. Austin, and Montana State, all teams that are will be uh, towards the top of their league, if not the top in their respective leagues at the end of the year, uh, to go on the road to, to places like St. Bonaventure, Belmont, uh, Winthrop, Missouri State. Uh, you've got to be able to win tough home games. Uh, we've already got one under our belt with the win against Rice, uh, but got Chattanooga and Murray State coming up here. Uh, and, and you've you've got to hold serve right now. If you look at what is going on with the other teams in this league, uh, they're really good teams. And if you're going to be at the top, you've got to hold serve at home. Um, you know there are five teams, including ourselves, in the top 90 in the country in, in the net uh, on the men's side right now. Um, you know it, it's life in this league is going to be hard. You know look at what UAB and and Charlotte and uh, FAU, they're they're 11 right now in the net, so uh, they're they're a lot of really good teams. So we've we've got to be got yep. to be ready to go. As of about four o'clock this afternoon, here's where teams in Conference USA stand in the net. And if you don't, we're still getting used to the net we're instead of RPI. Of, instead of RPI, mm-hmm. but the net. FAU right now, folks, they're seven and one, and they are number 11 in all of college basketball in the net. UAB is 63rd. They've got a really good team. Uh, North Texas, 66th. Charlotte, 74th. Charlotte right now, 8-2 on the year. Western Kentucky, uh, or Middle Tennessee, rather, 88th. So you've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 in the top 100 in our league. Western Kentucky uh, is at 125. Louisiana Tech, 163. Uh, UTEP at 182, so you've got, uh, what, eight or nine in the top half, in the top 200, top or top 150. Then you've got uh, Rice, UTSA, and FIU uh, that, that round out. And in Ken Palm, uh, folks are basketball junkies that follow Ken Pomeroy and his site, kenpalm.com. Middle is 118th and uh, also has Conference USA ranked as the number 11 league in the country out of 32 and uh, that is ahead of the Atlantic 10 but they a10 and in, in conference use they switched over the weekend uh, and also the Missouri Valley who Belmont and Murray are part of now is 13th so the league is way better especially at the top yeah it's it, it's going to be really difficult uh, all year and and that's that's what our non-conference schedule has been as well. It's it, there there aren't any gimmies, and there there won't be any gimmies in the league this year. You know there there aren't any teams where you can play okay and win. Uh, you've got to play good, and uh, that's that's kind of where we are. Uh, like I said, with with every game this year, and uh, it, it won't be any different once we get the league play. You know, uh, Charlotte uh, is is much improved from last year. And uh, that one will be a tough one as uh, we go there on December 29th. Yeah, and, uh, and, and I'll tell you, between now and New Year's Eve, you've got Chattanooga here, you've got Murray here, you go to Charlotte, and you've got Western Kentucky here. That's, uh, I'd like to have that, that, that four-game ticket package right there. <laughs> 
Yeah, uh, I'd like to have four wins in there too. <laughs> That's right. Uh, that'd be awfully good. Uh, but uh, we can. Uh, we just got to play good. You got to play good every night. What? Uh, you can't play okay. The the trip to Canada and the success you had there really reminds me of the growing up that your team had a year ago in Cancun. Yeah, I think that's really what you hope for in those trips and, and why you schedule them. Uh, for one, you're going to spend a, a lot of time with each other. You, you're going to get to know each other really well whether you want to or not. And uh, our, our guys, uh, we had a really productive trip. You can go on those sometimes and, and uh, you, you can put the fun and the field trip aspect of a trip like that before the business portion and, and why you're there in the first place. Go compete and win some games. And I thought our team did a really good job of uh, keeping the main thing the main thing, and, and that was to go up there to win against good teams. And then although we didn't win at St. Bonaventure, I thought that was as good – that we have played in a hard environment against a good team over the last couple of years. We never looked rattled, uh, played hard, shot it awful, and, but still we're, we're down one with 45 seconds to go in the game. And for those that have never, and I would doubt there's very many in here that have been to a game at St. Bonaventure because, man, it is out there. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're in a, an hour and a half from nowhere. Yeah, and and there isn't much to do in that town, but the people that are in that town, they, show they love some St. Bonaventure basketball, and it was packed. The students, I mean, they're they're really there's nothing else to do. There's not a, a the uh, the I didn't see the movie you're, theater. You're, in you're town. an hour and a half from Buffalo. <laughs> yes, and that's the closest. And thing. so that is the entertainment. And man, it was loud. The student section is right on you, and it it was a great college basketball environment. I thought our guys handled that well that was as good of an example of playing well shooting poorly and giving yourself a chance to win and we talk about that so much if you will just be a just tough mentally physically tough play with great effort have a good attitude you can win some of those games you can have nights where you shoot it bad and still play good and win and most of the time over the course of a tournament whether it's a three-game or four-game tournament I don't want to shoot it bad in one of those games and go home right? because you shot it bad. Uh, still figure out a way to shoot poorly in a game and just figure it out and win. And I thought had that one been on a, a neutral floor, that would have been a win for us as poorly as we shot it. Yeah, and, and then you and, felt, kind of felt like one it went through kind of got away. Yeah, that, that one uh, I thought we didn't handle the, the stuff – I mean, it was homecoming for Winthrop. Second game of the year. We're at their place. Big crowd. Uh, they don't have football, so they have homecoming around uh, men's basketball games. So uh, a raucous environment. And we didn't handle it very well. And all of a sudden, you look up, and you're down 15, 17 points. And, and that's, that's a big thing to overcome. And it, it never got to that against St. Bonaventure. And so that was one of those things where, as a staff and as a program, we're starting to look and say, okay, that although the outcome was the same, the the way those two games were played were very very different. If yeah. we if we keep that up, we'll be just fine. And then it 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 showed itself on Saturday at Belmont. Yep, and a lot of that right there. What you just heard is how the Raiders are seven and three. 
going into two more home games before Christmas. We'll take a timeout, and we're going to take, uh, take us a chance to talk to Jim Simpson and Ed Arning about the 50th anniversary celebration of Murphy Center next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The way we do work has changed. Where we work, how we work, and the day-to-day -day challenges we face as businesses have evolved. As organizations continue to adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We're your one stop for technology solutions that power your business. Whether it's office technology and equipment, managed IT services, business process outsourcing, or digital communications, we can help make your workflows easier, faster, and more efficient so your team can focus on the core of your business. To learn more about what RJ Young can do for you, visit themodernoffice.com. You know, I've always wanted to go on a tour of the West Coast. No rush, just take it all in, one view at a time. We all have things we hope to do, someday. At Ascend, we offer great rates and share our profits to help make your someday, someday soon. Oh, and you better believe I'm renting a convertible. Ascend Federal Credit Union, open your account today. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go Blue! Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating Middle Tennessee State University athletes, experts in bones, joints, and muscles, and with more than 60 specialists in locations across Middle Tennessee, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit us at toa.com or give us a call at 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, or TOA, the official team doctors for Blue Raider Athletics. Hey basketball fans, this is Coach McDevitt, and I want to talk some trash. No, not about the game. I want to talk about the litter problem on our roadways. Did you know that the Tennessee Department of Transportation spends over $23 million every year just to pick up litter? There's over 100 million pieces of litter on our roadways at any given time, making our state unsightly and unsafe. Litter harms our highways, waterways, even our wildlife. So let's do something about it. Don't litter, remind others not to, and report littering when you see it. We can beat litter, but only if we're all on the same team. Join the movement today. Visit NobodyTrashesTennessee.com and go Blue Raiders. Roscoe Brown is proud to be a longtime supporter of MTSU Athletics and your locally owned HVAC and plumbing company. For 82 years, Roscoe Brown has been the trusted name in heating, cooling, and plumbing for Middle Tennessee homeowners and businesses. Call 1-888-MY-ROSCOE to schedule your HVAC or plumbing service today. Turn to the experts at Carrier and Roscoe Brown. People you know, a name you trust. Go Blue Raiders. Roscoe Brown. RoscoeBrown.com. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Welcome back into the Boulevard on this Monday night. Our first basketball show of the year. We'll have another one on January 2nd. Then we'll skip a couple of weeks due to a couple of different things, games and uh, other things, and then back on the 23rd of January and go throughout the rest of the season with uh, Coaches Ensel and Coach Nick McDevitt. Glad to have Jim Simpson to my right and Ed Arning to my far right. And uh, both have been heavily involved for about a year now 
in the process of putting together uh, the celebration that we're going to have on Thursday night at Murphy Center celebrating 50 years uh, of, uh, of the Glass House. And guys, uh, are, you, are you getting a little antsy and anticipating? Because there's a lot of things, Jim, that are all of a sudden that may not have been in the plans early but are starting to kind of come together out of nowhere. Yeah, there's a lot of pieces to the puzzle that have to be put together, and uh, they're all coming together. We're, we're real pleased about the way it's coming together. There, uh, there was one thing is that in all the meetings we've had, up until about two weeks ago, there was really not much thought of any of the Vanderbilt players who played in that opening game uh, to that were going to be here, but all of a sudden... Lee Fowler comes out of the woodwork and says, hey, I'm going to invite some of my old teammates because he played in the game. And, uh, and so that, that's going to be fun, isn't it, Ed? It's just going to be a fantastic, Chip, to see these uh, combatants from 50 years ago come together and celebrate their game in Murphy Center. It is. And who, uh, who are some of the folks that are going to be coming from, from both teams that played that first game? Well, as far as the Blue Raiders are concerned, in 1972, um, we have quite a number. I've got 13 total people Wow, coming uh, from that. We have, uh, uh, let's see here. I can't see this, Chip. I know. You need it's your glasses. I need my glasses. So, Ed, you've got it right there. But uh, there, there will be two groups. One thing we don't want to do at, at their age, we don't want to have a pickup game between them. At halftime, we might have some broken hips out there. Yeah, I told Lee Fowler we might throw a ball out there, and he said, no, we don't, there are not enough ambulances in town to get all these people back to the <laughs> – I was talking to Lee about coming down here, and we invited him because I think he, he was an athletic director here, and so he gladly accepted. And I asked him just uh, on the side, you know, do you ever see any of your Vandy teammates from that era? And he said, yeah, one or two every once in a while. I said, well, bring them on if you want to. That would be fun. Called me back the next morning early and, and was very excited. He had already talked to four or five of them, and, and they had said they'd really love to come. And Ray Maddox in particular was a guy he ran into, and Ray says, yeah, we'd love to come. He said, Vanderbilt never invites us back to anything. Well, I think, you know, just off the bat, I think Jerry Stackhouse may have been invited to bring his team down here and said no. So <laughs> he, did, he politely declined. Politely declined. Uh, you, you, had, you pulled some over there? Yeah, uh, Chip, uh, you asked about who's coming back and just some of the names uh, right off the bat. Jimmy Powell, who that night had 19 points for the Blue Raiders and was very dominant. Uh, Chester Brown, Mason Bonner, Jimmy Martin, our point guard. Uh, and, and one of the ones that is not back, uh, he has passed away. But, Jim, a great story about the emergence of Tim Cisneros. Uh, tell that quick story. Tim, Tim was a freshman uh, on that team. And uh, they went on a two-game road trip to start out with in Texas. And uh, Tim played a little bit. I think Chester Brown was a 6'9 center that played for us, so a post player, a very good player from Clanton, Alabama. And so they came home against Vanderbilt, and, and Chester, who will be here with us Thursday night, started the game and didn't have a very good game against their 7'5 center. And so they, they uh, substituted Tim in there as an 18-year-old freshman, and he scored, I think, Chip, he double-double, uh, 10 rebounds, 12 points as a freshman against the seven-footer for Vanderbilt. So, so the start of a, a career there. Yeah, absolutely a start of a career. What has been 
the most satisfying thing about this process of, of, of doing this for each of you. For me, it has been the uh, shining the light on players and teams and events and concerts over 50 years and people having great memories of that and, and being able to enjoy that. Well, you, you nailed it right there, Chipper. It's just so exciting to see the breadth of the memories. They weren't just graduations of their children. It wasn't just a ball game. It wasn't just a concert. And, and one of our uh, historians noted the fact that the university chose to put this iconic building on a main street and not tuck it back in the campus. And that led to even more just uh, positive notoriety for this structure being right there main thoroughfare in this city and just so many memories. And Chris Massaro talks about that outside of maybe the Rutherford County Courthouse that still has bullet holes from the Civil War that, that Murphy Center may be the most iconic building in the county. I don't think there's any question about it. It's been here 50 years and tens of thousands of people, almost everyone that lives in this community has had some kind of a memory of that building. Yeah, and you know, and, and each one of us has different memories that that mean so much it might be the first win over tennessee in the nit it may be the fight with tech it could be you know wh whatever concert it might have been the ones that uh, dick and, and coach Ensel talked about the great women's basketball victories uh there's so many different things you can pull from state tournament games that you might have come to i remember the biggest crowd i ever saw in there for a state tournament game was when haywood county was playing whoever, but Tony Delk, who had just signed with Kentucky, uh, was playing that game, and all the Blue Misters had come down uh, from uh, north of the border to see their guy. And, uh, and, and that's been one of the real cool things is to see the, all the lists. And kind of the other fun part of it, too, is how certain people don't agree with that list or this list, but that's, that's, that's part of the fun of it. One of the big nights there was when Mike Rhodes from Perry County was playing in the state tournament. Yep. And uh, we had so many people in there that we had to lock the doors and, and not sell any more tickets. And the second game was over with, and, they, and, and about 1,000 people left, and we got to sell those tickets again. <laughs> That's happened at, at college games, too, if I remember <laughs> right. But uh, in speaking of that, of course, we, the men have been playing there since it, the doors opened. Women's basketball, once it became a varsity sport, obviously started playing their games there as well. Um, the the, t the girls' state tournament has been there since 74, 74, I think. And the men's tournament was there for a few years, left, went to Nashville for a couple of years, then came back, and it's, and it's been there ever since. So besides however many people in the mid-state who have walked across that graduation stage, whether uh, in college or high school, and all of the high school basketball players from across the state who have played in that building, it, it certainly is something very, very special. There's no doubt about it, Chip. I remember some of the great uh, uh, girls' basketball games. Uh, Bradley County would bring their teams up, and you, you thought all of Eastern Tennessee had come to the arena that night. Now that was six-on-six, six too. That was six-on-six, six, and then uh, you had the, the very – in the last six-on-six six game ever played in, in the state of Tennessee – was between Riverdale and Warren County. Okay. And uh, Warren County ended up winning 
the state championship that night, and it was the fifth time they played each other. Riverdale had won the first four games, and Warren County did that. And then the very next year, the first five on five, Kim Webb and Smyrna were the winners. So that, there, there's a lot of history there that ties back to the Blue Raiders. Jim, you sold a lot of tickets, not only to basketball games, but to concerts. What was the craziest situation you ever dealt with with tickets as far as shows were concerned? Charlie Daniels and the Volunteer Jam. Really? Yeah, everybody was lit up pretty good by the time they got there. <laughs> and the show went on for like eight hours. And uh, Yeah, it did. It started at like noon, went to midnight. I thought if I ever heard another yee-haw, I would be happy. Harold Smith tells a story about the, sh the one that got away, and, and that was Frank Sinatra, that Frank Sinatra was scheduled to come to Murphy Center but had to cancel, and Harold was worried. He goes, we'd already sold $160,000 worth of tickets, which right now would not be all that much when you think about it. But uh, tomorrow or Thursday night when you come to the arena, uh, this will be the game program. And make sure you get one of those because there's a box score of the middle Vandy game from 1972. Uh, great photos uh, from the old days, including of that first game, including Lee Fowler right there uh, is in there. Then you've got uh, all kinds of stuff about concerts in, in the building. Then you've got, uh, as you get to the back, you've got the rosters and the lineups for both the teams, Middle and Chattanooga, coming up. So it's going to be a fun night. Uh, there are going to be some surprises along the way. But one thing we want to tell folks to be ready for is be ready to hang around after the game because the media or athletic communications, Matt Posey and his crew in particular, have put in tons of hours building a documentary. Speaking of Matt Posey, there he is right there. Give him a nice round yeah. of applause on the front end. But after the game, you've already seen a little trailer of it on social media. You'll see a little bit longer trailer at halftime. And then after the game, you're going to see about 10 minutes worth of what is a 40-minute documentary about Murphy Center. And when you wake up on Friday morning, that will be on YouTube. So lots of interviews with lots of people who, who have been instrumental in that building throughout the years. Got some interesting uh, uh, takes on the building and some of the behind-the-scenes stuff. Uh, it's really going. It's really a nice piece for folks who want to learn more about that. Coming up on Wednesday morning, uh, on uh, my show on the WGNS Roundtable, we're going to be doing it from the floor of Murphy Center. These two guys, Jim Simpson, Ed Arning, Charlie Pig, Bill Smotherman, Harold Smith, and Jimmy Earl are going to be on on uh, Wednesday morning. 9 to 10 a.m. That'll be a lot of fun. With two microphones. No, we'll, we, there'll be some fist fights <laughs> over that if we only have two. But we'll, we'll have a lot of fun. Hope you all will, will tune in for that. You guys, thanks so much for spending time and reminiscing, going down memory lane a little bit. It's going to be fun. And don't Thank forget you, yeah. there are $4 tickets out there. $4 tickets. That's right. Roll back the clock to 1972. You can go to GoBlueRaiders.com slash tickets and get your $4 tickets for the game on Thursday night. Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you. Jim. All right. Uh, Ed Arning and Jim Simpson will take a break. Coach comes back in just a moment. You're listening to the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Hey, Blue Raiders fans, the Mint Gaming Hall Kentucky Downs is a proud partner of your Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders. For good times and big wins, the Raiders and the Mint Gaming Hall deliver both. Located close by in Franklin, Kentucky, the Mint Gaming Hall is your spot for great food, cold drinks, and big jackpots. Ready for dinner? The all-new Iron Steakhouse awaits you. Come hungry and be prepared to be impressed. Check out themintgaming.com for all the details. Get your big hit today. Hey basketball fans, this is Coach McDevitt. It's never lost on Window World that your home is your largest fiscal investment. Window World's integrity will be noticed from your very first moment of contact. The clean, professional installation of premium windows, siding, doors, and more are designed to last while leaving your home looking amazing. Window World and their lifetime warranty will always be there when it really matters. They're America's most trusted remodeler and a proud partner of MTSU Athletics because the difference is integrity and always in the details. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! You buy something because you found it at a low price, and soon you realize it's no bargain because you really needed something better. It happens all the time, especially with car insurance. But the good news is you can get the right coverage at the right price. Just talk to me, State Farm Agent Bud Morris. I'll help you get the right coverage at a price that's right for you. Call me at 893-1417 today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I'm Bud Morris, providing insurance and financial services. Whether you go online or go in person, City Auto in Murfreesboro is where you go to see a gazillion cars and choose the one that's right for you. And there's no better time to go than now because we have a bigger, brand new facility. It's the easy, comfortable, convenient way to find what you're looking for. Remember, cityauto.com is where you go to find your car online. And the all-new City Auto campus in Murfreesboro is where you go to see it in person. Go now, and we'll see you there. Another season of women's and men's college sports is underway. Follow your alma mater or favorite team in their pursuit of the prestigious Learfield Directors Cup at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at thedirectorscup.com. Trophies will be awarded in June 2023 to the winning institutions in all competitive divisions. Learfield Directors Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Welcome back into Nick McDevitt Live. Glad to have a big crowd here on opening night at uh, the Boulevard. They've been great hosts for us. And, uh, Coach, you've, you've uh, been part of uh, watching all the planning going on for, for this event. Uh, and, you know, I think it's, it's really cool when uh, – you know, everybody in this society right now, it's all about the newest and the shiniest and, and all of that. But where our fan base has reached out, wrapped their arms around something that, that, goes, that goes so deeply into this community. Yeah, it's pretty neat to, to see and be a part of it. You know, it, it's, uh, 
there, there are some things to it, though, that, that it, it does have uh, some bells and whistles to it. Uh, but at the same time, it's, it's uh, when, you, when you pull up from the outside, it, it, uh, other than uh, the new glass, looks an awful lot like it did years ago. Uh, the long kind of uh, shallow steps, if you will, that the go step and a half yeah, steps. The step and a half steps uh, <laughs> that, that make getting just into the building unique. Well, uh, you, you, you can't go all the way around the building on the second floor. You, you can go all the way around the building down on the, the, the bottom when you get in and obviously all the way around up top on the concourse, but you end up having to go up to the second floor in, uh, in each corner of the building yep. and have to go down or up to get to the, to the other side. So it's got a, it, it has its quirks, but, you know, that's, that's what makes it unique and makes it home. Well, here in several years, as the Bill Blue campaign goes along, more bells and whistles are going to be coming along, and, yeah. and, uh, and, and, and the old lady's going to get some TLC she deserves. Man, I can't wait for that, too. You know, the, it, it's been a good place for us. Uh, but, uh, you know, hopefully it can be a spot where even the next 50 years uh, it, it's just as special. Man, you look like you got some five random questions. I do. I do. I have, and, and, uh, and, and see, you know, even with all this talk, we, we can't let this get away. Uh, you know, some traditions are just hard <clears throat> to kill, and uh, this one is coming back again. So for the first time this year, it's five random questions with Nick McDevitt. Made them easy for you this week. Soft uh, toss. We're, we're, we're in between two major holidays here. So what's your favorite Thanksgiving food? Mm. Uh, I, I love dressing and I love pecan pie. Is it pecan pie? We're twins. Is it, is it, oh, no, it's pecan pie It's pecan pie. Yeah. I, I, I'm just asking. <laughs> is it stuffing or dressing? It's dressing. If Agreed. It's, if, it, both. if it's not out of the bird, it's dressing. I, I call it dressing and pecan pie as well. There you go. Well, in that same uh, in that same mode, we it seems like we talk about food an awful lot. Should traditional is your is your in your house is Thanksgiving food the same as Christmas food, or is it a different menu on on Christmas? Uh, there are a lot of similarities. Yes, a lot of similarities uh, tend to be more turkey at Thanksgiving and a little more ham at Christmas. Uh, at Christmas. I'm right with you. Yeah. I understand that. Uh, with Christmas coming up, what's the best thing you ever got in your stocking? Um, in my stocking? Not under the tree, but in your stocking. Um, I don't know. Well, Lauren uh, had kind of an evil laugh over yeah, there, she, as if she knew something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's usually things like practical things. Yeah, it was you always know, like, like deodorant and toothbrush yeah, or toothpaste kind of, yeah, exactly. and deodorant. My 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 grandmother used to always uh, it was actually my mom's grandmother always every year a pair of white socks. Okay. And, and my my mom would put them in uh, our stocking for us, but that's what she gave everybody yeah. was socks for Christmas. All right, number four. How and real quick answer here. How long before you have an electric car? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> a couple of years until the ones that we've got, until the wheels fall off of them. I understand. What's your favorite day of the week? Favorite day of the week? Uh, game day, baby. Uh, <laughs> the ones that end in Y, yes. right? Yeah, game day. All right. There's five random questions with Coach. We'll take a quick break and wrap it up after this and look ahead to Thursday night with Chattanooga coming in here on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Murfreesboro Medical Clinic is proud to be the official medical group of MTSU Athletics. We all win big when we work as a team for better health. Just like MTSU's athletes and coaches, our healthcare professionals work tirelessly to make our community proud. At MMC, we really are true blue. MTSU is our hometown team, and your health is our mission. Visit mmclinic.com or call us at 615-893-4480. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. At Tri-Green Equipment, they know the value of teamwork. They have the tractor packages with implements you need. Get started online at trigreenequipment.com and score a new John Deere tractor package at a comfortable, low monthly payment price. Tri Green Equipment is a tried and true partner of MTSU Athletics. Go Blue! Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. Got Chattanooga coming in on Thursday night. Really good team. They're seven and three. Also, they're seven and three. They can really shoot the ball. Their best shooter uh, is seven foot two seventy five. Who's guarding uh, him? Yeah, that's right. Jake <laughs> Jake Stevens, uh, seven foot two seventy five, is averaging over twenty points a game, shooting over forty percent from three. Uh, he's he's a tough cover. Yeah, let everybody else worry about the 50th anniversary celebration. You guys go take care of that 40 or however many more minutes it might take, but whatever it takes to get the win. And I know a lot of former players and former coaches are coming back this week. Yeah, really looking forward to having uh, a lot of the players from the 72 team come. Uh, Coach Will, uh, David Farrar, Jimmy Earl uh, will be back. So uh, be nice to have uh, some of the old coaches being back in the building. Absolutely. And Will, thank you all for being here tonight. Don't forget women's basketball against Houston on Wednesday, Middle and Chattanooga on Thursday. And you can hear it all right here on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. This has been Nick McDevitt Live. Blue Raider basketball is presented by Bud Light. It's for the fans. Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. And by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network.